0: But everything is lined up, ducks in a row, dying ducks in a row. If the ducks are fiat currencies, they're all in a row and they're all going to be shot. Well, hello there, my friends. Rafi, here from The Endgame Investor with this week's silver report for Arcadia Economics. This week's silver sits at the 50-week, 200-week, and 15-year support resistance. It is straddling that line at around 2150, 2160. And while there is nothing magical about the 50 week or 200 week or even a 15 year support resistance line, we do know that many technical traders are watching these levels, which means that this is going to either create a big wave of sell orders or a big wave of buy orders. And since we've already been down from the coil that was established over the past eight or nine weeks, and we're down about three weeks since then, I'd say the chances are we're going to see wave of buy orders, and the depression of open interest in silver futures and gold futures that are at a two-year low. You can't get much lower than this, which means that the next major price action will probably be higher. Moving on, we're going to talk about the 10-year Japanese yield, which is breaching the 50 basis point ceiling again. And once again, the Bank of Japan has embarked on more emergency bond buying. This will not stop until the Bank of Japan fails. And when that happened we could see a domino effect exactly what will be the next domino down i don't know but everything is lined up ducks in a row dying ducks in a row if the ducks are fiat currencies they're all in a row and they're all going to be shot the cot reports the commitment of traders reports in gold and silver and all commodities have been out since january 23rd for about a month which reminds me of certain health statistics that are not being published anymore in certain european countries you know that has nothing to do with anything Palladium is two business days to delivery and we have 2,383 contracts open and only about 500 contracts available and 38% of the world's palladium supply comes from Russia. So watch what happens in palladium as a possible signal as to what Russia's intentions are in the next phase of its war with Ukraine. And speaking of Russia's war with Ukraine or Ukraine's war with Russia, depending on how you want to look at it, today's Silver Report is brought to you by Fortuna Silver Mines, and while there is no new news since last week, I want to show you guys two charts from this stock, Fortuna Silver Mines, symbol FSM. On the yearly chart in blue, you have the SIL, Silver Miners ETF, in the candles. I think those are red candles, but I am colorblind. Please forgive me for not knowing exactly what this color is, red and green, depending on the candle. I don't know. But anyway, it's not this blue line that I know. I can see blue. So anyway, this stock Fortuna Silver Mines, this company, has been outperforming the SIL, Silver Miners ETF, for the past year, especially since silver has bottomed. Uh, It is down 7.63% on the year, whereas the Silver Miners ETF, which is a collection of a whole bunch of silver miners across the investment spectrum, is down about 23%. Now, if you go out all the way to a maximum chart, you'll also see that Fortuna is easily outperforming the silver miners complex uh it is up 63 percent since what is it 2007 i know that is like a very very long time period i want to show you how this chart performs overall versus the rest of the silver miners complex and though it is more volatile up and down as any single silver miner would tend to be over a collection of them it does outperform over the short term and the long term and that is the point i want to try to make here any case on with today's silver report first of all where we are on the silver price action we are converging on not only the 15 year resistance going all the way back to march 2008 that chart you can't see here i showed it to you last week now we are coming in on the 50 week and the 200 week moving average of silver this is not a magical number i don't believe in technical magic as such however what i do believe in is that a lot of algorithms and technical trading schools are watching these lines In addition to the 15-year support resistance line at about 21.50, which we are converging on right now, all three at the same time, which means there's going to be a lot of orders that are triggered one way or the other. And the main reason why I think it'll be up from here, even if we have a marginal break of these lines very briefly, is that open interest is still depressed at two years lows. Open interest is the amount of contracts that are unsettled in the futures market, and the way they are settled is usually when the price falls Chances are we won't get substantially below this two-year low in open interest, and so I expect the price to pivot higher from here in short order. I want to spend a minute on the Japanese situation in Japanese bond yields, and Japanese bonds are a very sensitive point for the global fiat monetary system because Japan is the most indebted country in the world relative to the size of its economy. And we have the 50 basis point ceiling that has been being tagged since, uh, I think, two or three weeks now. And so we broke above it here at about 53 basis points. And this was uh, on Thursday, February 23rd. If we go to the news on this, it seems a little bit dire. Here we have BNN Bloomberg. Japan's key yield rises above 0.5%. BOJ ceiling for second day. Second day in a row it's happened traders continue to bet on further policy tweaks with many speculating that the BOJ's cap on bond yields will have to be scrapped as it looks increasingly unsustainable amid rising inflation at home and abroad investors are trying to get a sense of whether Ueda the new uh you know BOJ head that will take his office in April a former BOJ board member is more of a dove or a hawk the truth is it doesn't matter what he is or what he does now what did Japan do the Bank of Japan do in response to its point five percent yield ceiling being breached again for the second day in a row here is reuters japan's government bond breaches yield cap boj steps in with more buying and loans by junko fugita yeah i'd like six thousand chicken fajitas, please i beg your pardon uh six thousand chicken fajitas. Japan's 10-year government bond yield on Wednesday breached the top end of the the Bank of Japan's policy ban for a second straight session, prompting the central bank to step into the market with emergency bond buying and offering of loans. Second paragraph, investors have renewed their attack on the BOJ's ultra-loose interest rate stance, expecting the central bank to abolish its yield curve control policy after incoming governor Kazuo Ueda takes the helm in April. Now, if... The Bank of Japan does scrap its yield curve control policy. The yen is going to soar and the dollar is going to tank on foreign exchanges, which is going to push the price of gold and silver much higher. If we have to wait until April, then so be it. Could this coincide with the technical squeeze on the 50-week and the 200-week and the 15-year support and resistance line at about 250? Maybe, which means we have about a month to go is it gonna be that long i don't even know i don't think it's gonna be that long but it could be and if it is so be it our stacks aren't going anywhere in any case look at this little chart here i think it's from reuters also raising ceiling is not helping this here that blue line this is japanese rates going from 25 basis points to 50 basis points and these lines here are japanese bond buying by the day And the idea of pushing this blue line up was so that you'd have to minimize, you could minimize the daily bond buying exercises that the BHA has been embarked upon, but clearly that hasn't helped. Uh, The bond buying has persisted and reached a new high here in January and continues in February. These are more emergency bond buying exercises and they will not stop until this yield curve control policy is completely scrapped. Moving to Russia and what looks like them contemplating a policy of clearing trade based on gold. Could moving to a gold currency coincide with any escalation of its war efforts on Ukraine? It's possible. We'll see what happens. Meanwhile, this is an article written by Sergei Glazeyev and Dmitry Mityaev high up in the economic leadership of the Russian government golden ruble 3.0 these two paragraphs are really key here and it shows the russian understanding that they cannot escape the dollar unless they go to physical gold itself here he says russia's transition in relations with friendly countries and trade in national currencies is the right tactical decision but not a strategic one so basically using other currencies other than the dollar. Is a tactical decision, but not a strategic one, meaning it won't change anything long term. How, why, they understand. If pricing continues in dollars on Western exchanges, trade flows are insured by British companies and there are, is no real decoupling from the Western distorting mirror derivative pricing schemes. Right. So even if you use other currencies that are not the dollar we are still not escaping the dollar because those other currencies are backed by the dollar themselves. In the face of unprecedented sanctions pressure, he continues, Russia's task is not to learn to play by the crooked rules of the West, but to build transparent, mutually beneficial rules of the game with friendly countries to create their own pricing s- systems, exchange trading, and investment. And gold can be a unique tool in the fight against Western sanctions. Fixing the price of oil and gold at the level of two barrels for one gram will increase the price of gold and dollars by two times, calculated the strategist of Credit Suisse Zoltán Pozar. So you got these Russian economic advisors quoting Zoltán Pozar of Credit Suisse a bank which is on the verge or already collapsing, but that's a different story. And so we see here that Russia is indeed contemplating moving to a gold currency. And while governments and central banks can move to gold, when that happens, the public of course will move to what? To silver. That is the public currency when central bank currencies move to gold. And finally, as a proxy for what might be going on in Russia and the plans regarding Ukraine and how that might affect the monetary system, it is important to keep in mind what is going on with palladium as we head into delivery for that metal at the end of this month, which is in two more business days. This is the mine production of palladium worldwide in 2021 by country. Russia has 74 tons of a total, I think, of 206 or 207 or something. I added it all together a few minutes ago, but we'll save from doing that on screen. I think it's about 38% of all palladium production comes from Russia. So if we see big deliveries of palladium on the delivery day in two business days from now, that would mean that these traders or these holders of those warrants are expecting supply disruptions from russia possibly because they will be escalating their war efforts against ukraine which will worsen economic sanctions and put the palladium supply at risk this is speculation on my part we're just going to watch palladium to see if it is predicting a possible escalation in the war which by extension could mean that its plans to monetize gold and therefore for the public to monetize silver could be accelerating. Here is the palladium chart from the CME, uh, palladium derivatives we have at close open interest in March, palladium, 2,383 contracts. And it will probably be less by the time you're watching this because this goes down every day and there's three business days now, but two business days by the time you're watching this. There is only about 550 contracts worth of palladium All supply available on the COMEX. So if that gets depleted this month because of a possible escalation in the war between Russia and Ukraine, then things could be ratcheting up. Russia is clearly contemplating returning to gold as a settlement medium for its trade partners. They have cut the value-added tax on gold for its citizens, and they have turned into a nation of hoarders, which is a very good sign. And if you like this video, then sign up for a two-week free trial of the End Game Investor or become my patron on Patreon. You will get a weekly biblical commentary on economic and monetary policy topics from 3,000 years ago, which gives some interesting perspective on what's going on now. It's just a much bigger playing field. And as always, I'll see you guys next week.